welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Got a fun one for you today. I'll dive right on into it. Daniel, the past life regressionist, joins me. And this was uh, one of the more enjoyable podcasts that I uh, I recorded, I think, for me. Um, I may have had a few cocktails ahead of time, but, uh, uh, you know, it, it was it was fun, not just because of that, because he is a delightful guy to talk to. Um, he uh, doesn't come off like some sort of um, some sort of, you know, guru who, uh, you know, wants to get dive into some weird um, technique and stuff like that. We talked, I, 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 you know, about past life regressionism. Um, now, full disclosure, it took probably 25 minutes to get to that stuff. Um, because again, he, he's just a a great guy to talk to, to begin with. Uh, but we get into some interesting stuff, uh, before and after that about just, you know, the way people deal with each other, uh, how past lives, uh, can factor in. There's, there's a lot. Um, I can't say that I didn't say anything stupid during this episode, but I will say I'm fairly certain I'm an equal opportunity offender, uh, (laughs) with things that I did say. Um, So anyways, check this uh, episode out. Let me know what you think. And obviously all of Daniel's information uh, and his podcast, Timeless Spirituality. Uh, You can find the links for all that stuff in the show notes below. Uh, He is just a a very enjoyable fella to to chat with. And uh, gosh, I kept him for a long time. And you would not know it from uh, from this episode, but he wasn't feeling completely, uh, you know, he was a little under the weather, too, when we had this. Uh, so kudos to him for, I mean, this was a, this was not a, a short chat. And uh, one that, frankly, we, you know, I mention this sometimes, and this happens quite often, but this is one where we also chatted quite a bit before and after the recording part, just because, you know, it was a fun conversation. So I hope you enjoy it as well. Here is me. And Daniel, the past life regressionist. All right, everybody. I am very pleased to welcome Daniel, the past life regressionist, onto the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Daniel? I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. I'm happy to have you on, man. I'm I'm excited to uh to talk with you. <laughs> And I know we're going to have fun because we, we talked for 15 minutes before I hit record. <laughs> yeah, it was so, pretty cool. Yeah, well, we talked about lightning and thunder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Projectile I vomiting. And boom, thunderbolt behind me. It's like, uh-oh. There's <laughs> some comment about God and hell. Not God, but hell. Yeah, yeah. And God yeah. struck back real quick. Whew. Yeah. If only lightning never happened in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not like we have a hockey team named after it or anything. <laughs> no, yeah. By the way, it's Tampa Bay. We get the nickname of being the the uh, the epicenter of of lightning bolts. We're actually 
strip clubs, Tampa Bay. Lightning Bolts is actually, I believe, someplace in California. I believe that that's actually like the most lightning, isn't? But I, I regress. <laughs> I don't know. Everyone loses. I'm in or Los Angeles. Everyone loses their mind if there's just one bolt of lightning. You know, I think, I think it's in it before. South, uh, you know, South California, I think is more because L.A. Is that north or south? It's uh, Southern California. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah. And I don't know what I'm talking about, which is going to be a theme <laughs> of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about either. So we're on the same page there. That's uh, that works out well. Uh, I, I, I think I gave away by the introduction what uh, what you might be here to talk about. Uh, Daniel? uh yeah or or the long last name <laughs> i mean i know some people would like de los santos with three last names but the past life regressionist that's four that's that's a long last name <laughs> uh, my parents were hippies so uh yeah yeah that 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 can happen um I I wanted to uh I obviously I asked you to come on the podcast because I like to explore some of this uh different stuff and it's funny I I I've ranted about this on my podcast off and on but I just appeared on another podcast based out of Ireland and he was asking me because of so many guests of mine who talk about uh paranormal type stuff will you know to to broad strokes it will say paranormal uh he, he was asking me and i went on a rant about big science and uh i reading on your website i'm like oh this is a much better way of explaining my rant about i call big science uh, your website, you basically say science likes to just kind of push aside things they can't easily explain, or I don't want to take your words or, or paraphrase you incorrectly, but I think that's about that's right. pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I've been ranting about that for, for several months now when I've been talking to people about ghosts or aliens or the flat earth, <laughs> that one, <laughs> that one might be a little bit of a, <laughs> that's, that's an outlier, bit of an outlier. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> But I've been ranting about it for a while. It's like, why does science just kind of push away things they can't easily explain? Um, and uh, the whole—I don't—I I don't want to pigeonhole past life regressionism that stuff into paranormal activity, but that might be fair. Um, it's. It enrages me thinking about how much I hated science as a kid and how much as a 30-something-year-old, a I'm like, God, this is fascinating. Why didn't I learn this shit when I was in middle school or grade school, or just high school? Why did I learn chemistry? I'm not going to cook meth. Uh, yeah, I mean, we could have a conversation about the faults of the education system in America. I'd be happy to go there, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Um, I mean, sorry, go ahead. but science in general, like I again, I, I say science in general, but to me, what you do is science, or it could be science. I don't I mean, know it, the specifics, yeah. but <laughs> one day it could be. Yeah, it, it's it's who is the gatekeeper of science, and why why is it so? 
the gate so decrepit? Does that make sense? That's that's actually a really good question. And my initial feeling with it is there's somehow a link between science and religion, although that sounds paradoxical and, I mean, oxymoronic in and of itself, because I can't quite fathom why science would want to discount past lives because it it doesn't really take away from anything, although I understand why religion would, you know, it, especially the God-fearing religions. Yeah, it, it's... Um... And I don't remember which guest I was talking to about this. Uh, it was probably Bob Ginsburg, but I was talking about uh, something similar to that. And it's like, what's the 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 uh, the afterlife stuff? It's like, why do we need to have a heaven and a hell? It sounds like most people who kind of dive into this believe either in more of a joining a higher joining a higher being like a not necessarily a reincarnation but something like that or uh uh just simply your physical being dies your spiritual being moves on uh you know and i've talked to a medium and and stuff like that uh and it's it's why do why do we need to put labels on on punishment or prize based on your physical being's behavior and it's like well because they want to make rules and i'm like oh that rings a bell for me i'm a i'm a i'm a libertarian i'm like i don't believe in almost any laws if you're not hurting anyone else do whatever the fuck you want that's my philosophy on life <laughs> um so so it, that rung a bell with me it's like ah they just want power and control over people they mm -hmm. don't care about your soul well first off awesome episode with the the thomas jefferson book medium <laughs> i can't remember what her name was but that was a really interesting episode i ended up reading the book fascinating book so thank you for introducing me to that um mm. uh, I think that some of them, you know, them being the controllers, quote unquote, they may actually believe a lot of what they're pushing. Yeah, I, I believe that to be the case, but I believe it's the institution in and of itself, which is perpetuating these things in order to keep people controlled because the way that I look at reincarnation is that I have multiple chances to not only, I don't want to boil it down to right my wrongs, but just to balance things out. Now, the irony of that is now that I believe in multiple lives, I also try to accomplish as much as I can in this one, because I don't want to kick the can down the road to future mm. incarnations. But what that also allows me to do with having a belief in more than one life is not feel like I have to get everything right this time. And that if I do mess up, then I'm going to be going to hell. I don't have to worry about that. But then again, that's also my choice. I could make a choice to believe in heaven and hell. But I, I like to believe that the afterlife is somewhat more like a heaven. And I, I don't believe in the concept of hell because I believe that that is just purely control. It's purely a way to keep people subservient to a system or an institution where they are reliant on it. And that that they are the emissaries to God, the God 
who must be feared. That's, I mean, then the question of God comes into play is why, why, <laughs> why would, would God create only to want to be feared? Like what? Really? You, you want to bow down to that God? Oh, okay. Have at it. Have fun with that. There, there was another thunderbolt behind me right as you finished. Well, that. I'll piss that god off any day. I have no problem with that. <laughs> not striking Florida, me down right the, now. The Florida God's not happy. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I've had this argument many times with uh, family members and and close family friends. I'd say um, I was raised Catholic, and I'm like, and I've gotten a lecture. And I've been like, I, I feel like I believe in God. I feel like I have a relationship with God. But my belief of God is not someone who wants us to. I, I This is a very petty argument that will piss off a lot of Catholics. But I'm like, during Lent on Fridays, if I want to eat meat, God's not going to give a shit. Because God's not like, don't have fun on Fridays, fucker. You have to have pain for me. And if I don't like going to church because the pews are uncomfortable, I don't like kneeling and my kids are hooligans who don't behave and it just is torture for me, I'm not going to go to church. If I want to talk to God, I'll talk to God on my own terms and and have my own relationship. And if God's going to be like, well, if you don't kneel for 20 minutes on Sundays and sit and stand and sit and stand and kneel, I had back surgery when I'm 25. This is like, you know, asking a civilian to walk a tightrope for Christ's sake. If God wants you to go through physical and mental torture to, you know, obey him, well, then I don't like that God. Fuck him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I've pissed off a lot of family members, maybe my mother, and uh, and 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 close family friends because I'm like, yeah, no, if I want a steak on a Friday during Lent, I'm going to eat a steak. Yeah. You know, you can if you want to debate whether veganism is is better than than being a meat eater, that's a different discussion. But don't tell me that God wants me to preclude pleasure from my life because he wants me to sacrifice for him, because the God I was taught is an all loving and all knowing God who we're his children. Um, so if a God exists, he wants me to be happy. Uh not to not to uh, make stupid, silly sacrifices in his name, uh, you know, sacrifice the virgin to the guy, you know, that kind of thing. To me, it's like, no, that's bullshit. I don't I don't buy it for a second. So <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yeah. If I were to say in the 22nd century edition of the Bible. That veganism was going to be a thing. What would you say? I'd say that's not my God. <laughs> I would say man wrote the Bible. Uh, I, I actually have this argument with some people who are, you know, strict constructionists of the Bible. Like, oh, there's no, there were no dinosaurs because man was made in six days. So if the dinosaurs existed, they would have been extinct by day five. It's like, no, no. It, man wrote the Bible. You can say they were influenced or whatever by god i don't i don't know i wasn't alive back then i don't i don't really give a shit especially about the old testament but but hey I, can't do me stop it on the old testament 
Well, yeah, well, that's offending multiple religions, I guess. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm all for it right now. Don't worry. I mean, well, look, it, it, why, like, why can't we have a conversation about it? Well, I was talking to my dad about this literally yesterday. He's like, yeah, they were talking about people living the, the Genesis. They're like, this person lived to be 780 years old. And it's like, fuck, they were. <laughs> why were they getting married at 13 if they were dying at 700 years old? Well, unlikely. Yes. Possible. Yes. True. There may not have been the bacteria and the viruses and that kind of stuff back then. Mm -hmm. Or there just could have been a way that they knew how to deal with them. Like I personally True. don't believe that we are the most advanced civilization to ever live on our planet. Now, I, I know that there's no proof, yeah. but I don't see. I'd like to also state that very clearly. I think there's a firm or difference between believing and knowing. And I got to give a shout out to my astrology teacher for that one. His name is Jim Share. So, I mean, we can go down that rabbit hole for astrology, but that was one of the most profound lessons I ever learned. The difference between believing and knowing. Most people treat their beliefs as facts, but mm. they're not. So when someone says to you, I know God exists, you're like, really? How? Do you really know or do you believe? Because I personally believe in the higher power. I don't know if it's the Judeo-Christian God or if it's something else, but I believe in a higher power. But there's that word, belief. Right. I don't know that there's a God or a higher power, but I believe that there is. Right. So I, it's I, my, right? You know, you, that's that's 100%. It's mm -hmm. there, there has to be a level of faith and you could be 100% confident in your faith, your belief. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still, you know, I, I can be 100% confident the Saints are going to win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, there, there's less than 1% chance probably that they will. <laughs> uh, it, 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 but it's the same thing. It's it's You can believe in anything. That doesn't mean... Uh, what kid didn't believe in Santa Claus growing up? I'll have to mark this episode as explicit just so no children listen to this episode but look we i, I really, mean, their, their kids listen to this podcast i've heard your I, intro i i hope not <laughs> those are some cool parents to let their kids listen to this one i i always say the way i rate my episodes because i have to put whether it's clean or explicit and yeah. i'm like if if i would let my kids listen to it i'll put it clean so almost never <laughs> it's not there even about the words it's about the content uh generally it's more about the content yes any hmm. sex or or oh well i mean that's fair yeah 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 that's uh, that's that's the big thing that sticks in my mind that's I, <laughs> I can never imagine sitting down for my podcast by the way it's called timeless spirituality if anyone wants to check it out i can never imagine sitting down and thinking hmm i talked about santa claus today should i mark this one as explicit <laughs> it's usually what did i say what you know what would offend the christian council or the the you know the the stuff back from the 80s or 90s that we grew up with, ones that were all up in arms about. It's really interesting, by the way, how that has shifted from, or I don't want to make it political, but from a right to left issue. Uh, it, uh, it, it is a weird, it is a weird shift <laughs> where now it's like, I, but I mean, the right still gets offended, but far, far less easily. <laughs> yeah. Um, where yeah oh uh, well and they don't uh they don't generally although some do 
Um, they don't try to destroy your life if you said something that offends them any anymore. I think that that's like I think yeah. they've almost been counterattacked so much that they're like, all right, well, this person said something bad, but, you know, let's just not listen to them. Let's not try to ruin their life. We'll, we'll go pray for them. Yeah. We'll go pray yeah. to save their souls. Yeah. Well, you uh, know, I, I respect that, though. I respect that they, they want to look out for their souls enough to go pray for their souls. Yeah, I think, you know, I, I think people who want to... Uh, cancel or I, well i think people who get offended i shouldn't say that i i think everyone has the right to be offended i think that's your personal right suck it up mm -hmm. and go cry in your corner if you need to but it's no one else's problem that you are offended yeah. i know i've offended my mother if she listens to this podcast is offended by things i said 10 minutes ago uh that's that's her right right like with that though <laughs> i agree with you and what's interesting is, you know, still, I we haven't touched much on past lives, but I don't need to talk about past lives all the time. Just whatever. <laughs> I'm fine with that. You called yourself a libertarian, which I think is awesome. You know, the way that I, I don't like to label myself fully, but the way that I put it is, if anyone asks me for my political leanings, I say, in a perfect world, I would be a libertarian. Mm. I, I, get I hope that we can get to a place where I can wear libertarian as a badge. Because, I mean, I don't now. I right. find myself further on. I mean, it's it's like, damn, do I really want to say I'm more on the more liberal side <laughs> because of what that association is? But I mean, that's where I find myself more. But even when the more liberal side is now you know, all up in arms about being offended, you got to ask yourself, well, this is me speaking to them. What is this really about? What are you really pissed off about? Some of the episodes I've listened to, I'm going to say some because I don't want to narrow it down to, you know, put anyone on blast for your show. But there was one in particular that I was listening to or watching on YouTube. And I thought to myself, what is really going on here? Why is this person really talking about these things? What is, what is it they are unwilling to look at in their own lives? Why is it that there is such a, a distrust of something? And that it's easier to project outwards. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah, but you know, like I'm not going to put anyone. Fairness, but... <laughs> but yeah, but so this is me not wanting to cancel anyone because, of course, of course, you know, I'm a firm believer in. Sure, did that person say things that may have offended my belief system? <laughs> sure, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it doesn't have any bearing on me because it's not hurting me personally. This is just their per or this person spewing their beliefs because there's something else I don't want to look at. At least that's my view on it. I right. could be wrong, but they are not lynching me or you know putting me in any chambers or anything like. That. Sorry for getting too graphic on because I I feel like historically because that's kind of my realm. <laughs> that I yes. always go for that, <laughs> you know, or you know the, the firing lines. I should just go for the more modern <laughs> terms of these things, you know, the guillotine um, but, <laughs> or the gallows, but you know, they're, they're not marching me to the guillotine. So that person can have their beliefs. Right. That, that's the way that I see it. I, I think, I think that's an important part from a societal standpoint. It's like speaking words. It doesn't, 
Yeah, it, it it may offend you, and and you certainly may disagree with with you know. I think people probably disagree with sixty percent of things that they hear, especially on podcasts. Although I guess if you cater your podcasts to the way that you want them to be, you'll agree with the majority of stuff you hear. But regardless, it they're not actually doing harm to you. You. It, it it to me i've always thought it actually i i've had this is a a character flaw maybe of mine i i have friends who will come here and be passionate about something political uh i don't mean on the podcast i mean like mm-hmm. come to my house and they'll start going on some political thing and i'll agree with them and i will still disagree with them verbally to just test them be like, I just want to see where you're going to go. If I say this, I just want to see how your brain's working. And then I'll start laughing eventually and be like, I agreed with you the whole time. I was just, just checking you out. To see roughly your you feathers a bit. Yeah. I just wanted to see if, if, if your argument was, was, you know, adequate because you're fighting on my side. So I wanted to needle you a little bit. And sometimes I've had people scream and like leave and it's like, Ooh, Boy, I agreed with you, but you can't defend your premise at all. That's awful. <laughs> Why should it ever get to that point on someone's part where they can't control their emotions? I mean, not like I don't know the situation about about things that really don't actively affect them. But I think mm-hmm. that's part of the thing is that people transfer it into this issue actively affects my life, and it's like. I, in a weird way like men arguing about abortion it's like it, it's like but but very rarely i mean okay i was gonna make a joke there i'm gonna pull the plug on that one <laughs> um there are some things <laughs> yeah there are some men's lives who could be affected by abortion but we won't ever hear from them uh all right i still made the joke kind of but in a cleaner way. Um, that was, Hey, that was all you. <laughs> all me. That was all me. Um, I still, I still think it's a funny joke. Um, but, it, but no, it's, uh, I guess, technically not a joke, but at the same time, again, offending the Catholics and the liberals at this point, I'm, I'm, I'm equal opportunity. Um but it it doesn't affect you why are you i understand being passionate about your principles and your beliefs but if it doesn't mm-hmm. affect you why why are you ending friendships or god people i know people who said they they didn't get invited to their siblings wedding because of disagreements over covid protocols and stuff and it's like are you kidding me you're you're not going to talk to your brother, your sister, your parents, because you two don't see eye to eye on what the proper vaccination masking, you know, just uh, it's like, really think about it. You, and there's also a test you can get to see if you have COVID, by the way. It's not like they're like, hey, these people have COVID. They want to come to your wedding. It's like, hey, we're all negative. Can we come? No. I, I don't know. I we've gone off the I've gone off the reservation. You've you've been dealing with me patiently. <laughs> oh no, no, I'm totally cool with this. Because look, this is I may be Daniel the past life regressionist, 
But I believe that the conversation that we're having right now is really emblematic of all that because it's about where we're coming from. And it's about the behavior patterns of what I believe to be past lives that leave us in a place now where we are working with those behaviors <laughs> or those character traits. And where does anger stem from? And is it just acting itself out in another way? And where does practicality come from? Where does passion come from? You know, like even with, let's just say for the pandemic, is it possible that some people were having an inflated response because they remembered what it was like to live through another pandemic? Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's possible. I'm not saying yeah. that that's what it was. Maybe. So that's why I have no problem with, like, with this conversation because it's also about the jokes. It's about, should I have to worry about saying that the earth is, is round? I don't, I may have had to deal with that a couple hundred years ago and get killed for it. Yeah. But it's the same thing with jokes now. Should I have to worry that I may not be physically killed if I say the wrong thing or offend the wrong person that the, or that they will cut off my livelihood? It's just the Inquisition in a new way. Yeah. Yeah, or Salem witch trials probably too, to, to an extent. Exactly. So like the reason I'm okay going there is because you know what? I don't want to be afraid of that. Do I tense up a little bit of this conversation? Is that part of me there was even thinking, oh shit, he's going there right now. Yeah. <laughs> still, I could see it. I, right. And then I'm guilty by association. I'm like, I'm doing everything I can to not go there. But, you know, I, I can't live my life in fear that way because I believe, again, I don't know, but I believe I've been killed for things like that in the past, for speaking out about things that really should have no bearing to anyone's safety. I'm not going and yelling fire in a crowded room. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's it's making and and look, there can be jokes that are um, inappropriate and out of bounds, even. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't mean you should be killed or canceled <laughs> because yeah. of it. Hey folks, we'll be right back to the episode, but first let me tell you about Flaviar. This is the club you'll be telling all your friends about. Taste exciting craft and premium spirits, access exclusive drinks, and learn the ways of a true whiskey aficionado. All of a sudden, you'll find yourself with a personal home bar from the best of bourbon, scotch, rum, gin, or tequila, and heaps of story to tell. Use the link in the show notes below to go to Flaviar and sign up for one of their subscription boxes and enjoy Flaviar. Also, uh, this episode is sponsored by Ibotta. This is the cashback shopping app that earns you cash back for items you're already going to buy. It's used for hundreds of retailers across the country. Download the app using my link in the show notes below. And the first time you submit a receipt, you'll get a $5 credit to your account. And let them know that I sent you. Hey, let's get back to me with Daniel, the past life regressionist.
but but no, I I think I I, I want to dive into the past life regressionist stuff. Okay, that's good. You know, that's good. Yeah, you know, thirty minutes in, but <laughs> cool. We, we, we you know, I introduced you with your name, and then we just it's my fault. Uh, hey, look, it takes two to tango. Yeah, no, no. Look, I. I... <laughs> I feel like uh, I feel like we could probably talk uh, for personal 17. accountability. See what I'm doing there. Ah, there you go. There you go. See, we've got a libertarian on the line. Uh, <laughs> in a perfect world. In a perfect world. In a no. perfect world, I'd be a libertarian. I have no problem saying that in a perfect world. <laughs> yes. Well, but, but look, we don't hey, live in a perfect world. Hey, in a perfect world, I'd be a communist. It's the same. <laughs> it's the same thing to me. Why? <laughs> Why would you well, be a communist you know, in a perfect in a world? Perfect world, everyone's equal to me, and we all can just equally. Although I don't know who's going to clean the shitter. I just found a problem. <laughs> Even in a perfect world, the bathrooms are going to be filthy. <laughs> right. God can clean the. <laughs> that was a fun challenge, there, huh? Yeah, it lasted a few seconds, but. <laughs> in principle. It may yeah. seem like a good idea, but humans are pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's I, look. In fairness, um, to make the last controversial comment, not to talk about past life regressionism. Oh, we're, come on, Jeff. There's going to be more controversial, probably. <laughs> but my my kids were like, "Why are you against uh, relief of student loans?" I'm like, "Because I got a scholarship." and a full ride to go to college. They actually pay, I made 20 grand when I went to college in excess scholarships. I'm like, I worked in high school. I'm just naturally smart, believe it or not. <laughs> I test real high. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, so so no, I, I went to a school. I could have gone to better schools and I could have gotten into debt but i chose to live at home go to a school make twenty thousand dollars that paid for the house we live in paid for the wedding that didn't last three years um besides the point <laughs> but it's like i i made choices so i don't want my tax dollars to go to pay for people who didn't make choice and my daughter who oh, my... jeff sounds a lot like socialism to me well, my 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 daughter's like, well, but I'm not going to get full scholarships. I'm like, well, then don't go to college or only take out loans you're going to pay. How old's your daughter? Twelve. Oh, smart kid. Yeah, my my son is like 150 IQ kind of kid. So I'm like, you'll be fine. <laughs> you you either figure out a way to go to college or take on the debt and pay it off. I'm like, but but my thing, I'm like. It, so the Disney movie, Pixar movie, The Incredibles, I'm like, I shouldn't be punished because I was born with high intelligence and I can I can score a 1370 on the SAT and get a 4.29 GPA in high school without doing any work at all. I shouldn't be punished because I didn't have to take on student loan debt. I'm not saying people who took on student loans were not preyed upon by the banks and blah, 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 to be clear. I think that's mm -hmm. a predatory institution. I think colleges and banks are both evil. Uh, however, <laughs> however, I should not be paying tax dollars for my peers who took on debts to, you know, get stupid degrees and they're doing the same job that I did before I quit 
um, because I did a job that had nothing to do with my degree. I only I only finished college because I got paid money to do it. Literally, I I made twenty thousand dollars and I lived at home and I worked. So you know, I probably made fifty grand while I was in college and paid almost nothing except for my drinking money. <laughs> so. Yeah, I don't I don't even know where I was going with this. I just went. Well, on I mean, I think it's good that you went there because I think that that also brings up, look, all of this is holistic. It may not actually be about past lives, but it ultimately is because it's about looking at the root of something. Mm. Now, with regards to student loan forgiveness, do I think it'll help a lot of people? Yeah, I do. Do I hear what you're saying? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. But to me, it's. It's stupid for us to even be having this conversation because we're not looking at the root cause of the problem. Right. This is just a distraction. Yes. From what the problem is, which is a broken education system. See what I did there earlier? Yep. Yep. Broken education system. Broken and education predatory, system. Predatory loans by banks. Right. So <laughs> that's, to me, like still, that is how it's all holistic. Because it's about looking at the root of something. What's the real problem here? And I think we just nailed what the problem is, which is the problem that's not being discussed. So it'd be interesting. By the way, I don't put this on your daughter, what I'm about to say, but it'd be interesting to hear your daughter come to you <laughs> with that line of, I don't, do we say inquiry? About, you know, daddy, why, are, why do we have a broken education system? Why, why are the banks predatory? What can we do about it? You know, everyone getting up and the, oh, ten thousand dollars in student loan relief. Okay, yeah, maybe that's going to help for a for a minute. But what happens after that? Yeah, well, the other funny thing is most people I know who have student loan debts are like, that's like ten. That's nothing, right? Or, yeah, or or five percent of. They're like, I got two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. What does ten thousand yeah. dollars do? I'm like, I'd, I'd take it on my mortgage if you, if you want to pay it to people who didn't take out loans. But, <laughs> but no, hey, it, and like, and even with like to show my sort of liberal side too, <laughs> it's like when I think of Medicare for all, boy, that is far from a perfect system. That is far from perfect. However, there's that part of me that's like, you know what? I don't think that anyone should have to go bankrupt in order to pay for a medical bill that they didn't want or a medical issue that they, they didn't, they didn't want that they didn't maybe cause in the, in this realm, maybe there's a karmic component there, mm. but what do we really need to be looking at, which is the root cause, which is well, our healthcare system and the for-profit motive of the healthcare system. Now, so how does this relate back to past lives? Well, let's go back to that episode I was talking about, the one of yours where I watched. I'm thinking, what's really going on here? What is the real issue here? Why is this person so hyper-focused on this thing outside of themselves, as opposed to maybe just sitting down and saying, you know what? My dad was a real asshole to me when I was a kid. He was with mommy a lot more than, than mommy was with me. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm grasping at straws here, but like, that's, that's what it's about to me is looking at the core issue of things. So, you know, even for the past life component, 
Is that where the stage was set for us? Was in past lives. So with that, I mean, not to steer us back in, in that direction. I don't know. Does that tee you up for a... Yeah. And does. if we have to go on those tangents, I got time. Because to me, it's all holistic. It, it, well, I appreciate it. I... <laughs> I pre I'm 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 extra tangential to the, tonight. I I apologize. Look, I, it's either people <laughs> go on tangents when they look at me or they cry. It's one of the two. <laughs> I just kind of accept it at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, people run away from. <laughs> I just have that kind of face. Oh, I, I. Speaking of faces, I'm I'm shooting a a movie. I'm uh, in a comedy movie, and the the cinematographer is like, "Come look at this." And he accidentally went to the take. Uh, he was shooting me before I was acting. And I'm like, oh, my God, I look like I'm going to murder somebody. This is not a comedy movie. He's like, oh, no, no, that's just your face. Hold on. You're going to start acting soon. And I'm like, oh, I've got wrestling psychopath face. That's good. <laughs> so it's being reflected back at you. <laughs> Self-awareness, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my God, that's horrible. See, I don't know what he's talking about because I've seen you smiling the entire time. Uh, I'm I'm having a good time. <laughs> but acting is like just glimpses of like, turn it on now. All right. <laughs> um, no, so, so yes, to talk about past life regression, it, regressionism, is that the correct way of saying it? Past life regression. Past life regression. Um. So the process, I know there's more than one, um, but um, it starts with, uh, well, yeah, I'll dive into this and then I'll, I'll take a step back into what I was going to say before, but it starts with kind of a, a form of hypnosis, correct? Mm-hmm. So, and that's, um, so... Now you actually perform, do you actually perform these on people or do you just. Well, it's not a seance. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's not the right word. <laughs> um, I don't wear a robe. Sorry. Oh, I'm usually that's... wearing a polo shirt. Ah, uh, well, well, not means... a polo shirt. Cause like, I mean, a college cause Plo, I don't have a little logo in the corner. Cause I get my, my college shirt from old Navy. Yeah. So she's blank. No logos. No logos. Well, that's yeah. important to note. I will uh mark that down on the record. <laughs> um but hey, it's uh so I know I've talked to to uh someone who's like I I know about mediums, but I'm not a medium. Uh I coordinate mediums. So 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 that's more what I mean is it's do you actually uh I, I think you do help people actually in their past life regressions, correct? Mm -hmm. So I probably should talk about two different things right now. The difference between a past life reading and a past life regression. Yes, please. So a past life reading is when you go to someone and they tell you what your past life was. Mm. Now, I don't do past life readings. Do I believe that there's some validity to those? Maybe sometimes. I believe that some people do have an ability to tap into other people's past lives and, and convey that information to them. But what I do is I do use hypnosis, but it's to put you in a space where you can experience a past life for yourself. 
So at no point am I ever telling you, you were this. This is what you were in a past life. This is what you did. This is where you were. You're telling me everything. So you're talking to me throughout the entire process. Oh, I think also people have a, a perception with hypnosis that you fully check out. Maybe you do, but not with the hypnosis that I do. There was another practitioner. Her name is Tiffany. She actually put it to me the perfect way. She calls it an interactive guided meditation, which means really what it is. I mean, it is hypnosis because you're in an altered state of mind, but you're also being hypnotized when you're watching TV. You're being hypnotized yeah. when you're driving. It's just because your brain waves change a bit and they slow down. So that's what hypnosis is. But what I do, yeah, hypnosis, but really is an interactive guided meditation. So you're just in a space of a heightened awareness with a full awareness still that you're in the room with me, that you're, you know, you're in 1834, that you're picking up on these things, but you don't check out. So that's the difference there. Right. And it's, what it's not like being under anesthesia. Exactly. So yeah. the other component to it also, though, what we do at the end of the session for the second half is we go and speak with your higher self. Some people refer to that as a spirit guide. Some people refer to it as Jesus, some pure, whatever it may be. I don't care what the terminology is. I just care if it's there to help you and if, if it resonates with you. So we unlock access to a part of your brain you don't have access to in your normal waking state. So you are still receiving that information. It's not like your higher self or spirit guy comes and plops himself down right next to you in a chair. It's in a, maybe that's the more paranormal element, even though I wouldn't necessarily refer to it as paranormal because spirit God isn't there moving things. But <laughs> I, I don't know where they reside. And again, this is a belief of mine. I can't prove any of this to you, but I do believe in the process and I believe that it is real. And I uh, things up. Uh, well, no, I, I, I like the explanation and the differentiation between the two. I think that's, to me, uh, that that's a big difference between the two, <laughs> I, I, I would say. Um, and you, so one thing on your website, uh, which I'll ask you for before we get off, and uh, I'll also link in the, the show past life regressionist.com. There you go. Um, <laughs> but you you make a reference so this isn't spoiling anything you make a reference to um wait 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 you're gonna go roots aren't you i was just trying to remember <laughs> i'm like some a movie you watch in fifth grade god damn it what's the name of that movie <laughs> thank you you bailed me out <laughs> um, roots roots yeah. um you make a reference to it and uh the the one thing i'm thinking is i'm like people always talk about uh deja vu mm -hmm. and i'm like what well, that kind of makes a lot of sense if you look at it from a past life perspective like why does this seem so familiar to me well maybe because you actually lived it uh and that that doesn't just necessarily pertain to movies but uh I'm thinking of the stupid example from the matrix, the black cat. Well, maybe you remember this 
thing happening in a similar location with a similar being or whatever. Uh, so I don't know. Have you ever thought, I mean, I feel like deja vu maybe could be explained that way is just like, yeah, that's it. You don't need to be unplugged from the matrix. Maybe you literally live that experience in a past life. I think it could be. And just to kind of clue everyone in on what we're talking about right now, when I was in the fifth grade, I was in class watching Roots. And there was a scene where a slave was thrown overboard. And I felt like I had seen it before. I just couldn't shake that feeling. I have seen this before. I've never seen Roots before. Because what kid is going to watch Roots unless it's in... (laughs) I watched it in third grade, damn it. <laughs> like, I can't imagine my mom being like, okay, no Ninja Turtles today. We're going to put Roots on when you're four years old. <laughs> we were watching it in class. It was my first time seeing it. But I had seen it before. But I couldn't shake that feeling of this. I've seen this before. Okay, so that's what happened. Fast forward. I don't know, what, 20, 25 years at that point? Oh, no, 20. Maybe a little less than 20. Yeah, a little less than 20. I got to get, look, time's kind of my thing. I got to be specific with time here. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't thought much about the roots thing. But then I was in a past life regression, and I went back to my most recent incarnation in a linear time sense, which I don't believe time is linear. But for all intents and purposes, let's, That's a different conversation. Let's just stick with time being linear right now. And what I saw was when I passed away, I was watching Roots. And it But I had seen it before. But when uh, uh, when when I started reading that, by the way, um, I was so afraid that your vision of seeing the slave <laughs> turn off the ship was from a way different perspective. <laughs> oh, that that I was the one throwing him overboard. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, look, I that probably happened at one time or another. That's the other thing is that I I haven't seen myself as a slave trader yet, or someone who did those things, but it wouldn't surprise me. And I I don't say that as me saying, yeah, I'm someone who believes in slavery. God, no, I am 150,000% opposed to any human being being a piece of property or a slave. Yeah. But I've done shitty things in past lives. I believe everyone has done shitty things in past lives. So I think that's one thing that people come to me and they'll say is what if I see something that I did that was horrible in a past life. I don't, I don't care. Neither should you because it's who you are now that matters. It doesn't matter what you did in a past life. That wasn't you. It's been a part of you. But, you know, I think this also ties in still to the conversation we were having before. Let's say someone makes a joke 20 years ago that was okay for the times, but then they're being canceled for it now. Even if their entire act and they've said, that's not the way that I see the world anymore. It's not about who you were then. It's about who you are now that matters. Now, of course, there are some 
you know, warriors out there, put it that way, who be like, wow, you know, this circumstance, of course, there are always going to be variables for that. There will be sometimes when, hey, look, you do something so absolutely atrocious that, hey, maybe that is part of who you are. <laughs> but that's what I think when it comes to past lives is we've all done bad things. We've all done good things too. So it's, our, it's who you are now that matters. That's all that matters. It's, I, I've often, you, you may have even heard me make this reference with uh, Suzanne Munson, the Thomas Jefferson, metaphysical Thomas Jefferson author. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm like, well, what about Hitler? Mm-hmm. And I'm so, so I was, I was going to do the really stupid asshole thing and be like, so what if the person's like, oh my God, I was Hitler in a past life, but I'm not going to excuse anything Hitler did. He, he's a very evil person, but it's like, well, maybe something in the childhood. I, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Like maybe this, you know, look, I'm I'm not comparing anyone to Hitler, but it's like even some of the United States politicians, it's like they'll do anything they can and bark against anyone who is in a certain class of people or a group of people to succeed in in life. That's the uh, <laughs> I don't know if I even have a question at this point. I've just been talking through it in my head because I was gonna be like, what if someone said they were Hitler in a past life. You can't excuse that. But I'm like, uh, maybe you can figure out the root cause of the problem and be like, all right, you were really bad, but let's address these issues underlying. Look, <laughs> as someone who hails from the religion, who should be massively offended by what you are saying right now, I'm not. Which is it's okay because it's a conversation that we're having, well, and you know, and, yeah, there's no excuse. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh no, I, trust me, I didn't take it. I didn't say you were. I didn't. Hey, Jeff's making a case for Hitler right now. <laughs> yeah, just be clear. <laughs> See, but like that's. I also bring this up to say, why why should I be offended by by you making an inquiry? Because what I'm really doing right now is speaking to the rest of the world. Saying if anyone should be offended by this, it's me, but I'm not because we're having a conversation because these are conversations that we should be able to have. You're not dropping derogatory terms in there. Oh, God, no. <laughs> You're not saying, oh, it was only a couple million. Well, it should have been more. <laughs> you know, it's and like, here's the thing is I even run the risk of pissing off Jews right now or other Jews, fellow Jews. We're having a conversation. How do we move forward without having these types of conversations? So to really swing it back around, I think what we're really talking about is karma. Right. That's right. exactly what I was going for. There. So is the karma only Hitler's at that point? Or does the karma then fall, of course, with Hitler, but also Hitler's parents, Hitler's grandparents, Hitler's great-grandparents, Hitler's great, 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 great grandparents. Where does the lineage of karma stop? Because 
we we are responsible for our actions. You know, right. something that's come through to me is that I've been a teacher in past lives. And a message is going to come through from wherever it may be is you're responsible for your students. Mm. Sometimes when I messed up as a teacher in past lives, I'm responsible for what my students did as a result of that. And I think I'm still undoing some of that. So that's why when I come out here right now and I say, there's a difference between believing and knowing. It's because for someone on this podcast right now or who's listening, I'm a teacher about past lives. I'm a teacher about the things that I'm saying. So I'm going to make it very crystal clear as a teacher here that these are beliefs and not facts because I am responsible for my actions. I am not responsible for how a person chooses to take that and run with it because some people will treat my beliefs as facts, but that's on them at that point. So for a Hitler and the U.S. politicians or any politicians for that matter, they should get their shit together because they're, I mean, I do believe that they will have to deal with this in past lives. It's unfortunate that we have to suffer as a result of it and that pretty much only psychopaths end up in positions of power. Yeah. But, you know, you look at, okay, I'll give you a good example for it. Some of my Jewish clients see themselves as Nazis in past lives. I can't, I mean, please everyone hear me very clearly when I say this right now. I can't think of anything more poetic. Mm. I can't. I mean, sure, I could think of, but for this conversation right now, to me, that is poetry. Because it's then living in the shoes of, of what you may have hurt before. Now, of course, it doesn't mean you have to go to the chambers. It's not energy. It's not an eye for an eye necessarily. It's just understanding the other's shoes and what it's like to be in someone else's shoes. Because maybe that person is now someone who spreads mass awareness about anti-Semitism. So that's how they find a way to balance the energy. Now, for someone like Hitler, I really don't know. I really don't know what that kind of karma would look like. I don't know if that's karma that can be balanced out, maybe. Right. <laughs> um, take a really long time, probably. Uh, because I, I don't believe it. Let's just say hypothetically that if Hitler were to come back, I don't believe that Hitler would have to go millions and millions of times in that fashion. I believe that there are other ways to balance it out. But also at that point is a soul so irredeemable when they have done things of that magnitude and that awful. I don't know. You know, I, I'd say bring on someone who's very dogmatic and they'll tell you. Oh, the, yeah, they'll say he's they'll, burning now. They'll have an answer <laughs> for it. That, uh, that, uh, that's but, the one. And obviously I'm not, I, you know, I'm not saying this to, to challenge anything. I, that, that's the one thing I, I say with with all of it. That That's the example of seemingly pure evil. Yeah. Uh, as close as we, I, I'm sure there's been many people who have been as evil with less power, frankly, uh, mm-hmm. you know, serial killers and, and, and who, who the hell knows what, but, but it's like, there, there have to be some souls that are, and what I'm doing right now, and I'm not meaning to do it. I'm realizing I'm making an argument for there should be a hell. And I, so I'm defeating my own prior, you know, 45 minutes ago arguments. 
Look, let's let's cast aside someone like a Hitler. You know, because maybe that's the, the extreme case. Why should there have to be a hell? Why does it have to be about a punishment? Why can't well, it just be about balancing out? Could it just work? be an end? You mean for something like a Hitler? Yeah. Could it just be like this soul is not worth? Like your guess is as good as mine on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but for what I have a lot of people see, if there's someone they have an issue with, particularly parents, again, this is not all the time. This is just something I see frequently. That a parent that they have an issue with, like a real issue, is a parent who killed them in a past life. Mm. Now, again, here's where the poetry comes into play. So if we're going to use the whole biblical stuff, you know, thou, or maybe not biblical, but just Shakespeare, and I don't never, I've used this before, I can never tell the difference between the two. You know, <laughs> thou who killed thee, and, or thou who slaughtered thee, and nation thee, that, then give then thou life to thee. Which is my way of saying, you took someone's life in the past life and then you gave them life in this life. To me, there's a balance. It doesn't necessarily have to be you then taking their life. Or what if it's a parent who stole everything from you, not as a parent in a past life, but someone who stole your fortune and then you end up coming back as their kid in this incarnation. And then once they pass away, you gain their inheritance. Maybe it's even you have with that parent but it's the balancing out of what was taken it's um this will be the last deep dive i i, I promise um <laughs> that's on you man but yeah yeah probably but but uh i did have a guest in the past talk about um and i think this relates to what you were just saying and this that it gave me a lot of comfort but only because I get along really well with my siblings, parents, and children. Um, it, it was about, he, he said, you, you always reincarnate uh, very close to your, your best friends, your family members, souls reincarnate together. Uh, the, the people you're meant to be with Uh always end up together yeah you one life you could be husband and wife next you could be brother and sister which mm -hmm. that in itself seems gross as oh it happens someone with sisters but 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 i well, at least I, I believe it happens well it, it <laughs> but it, it brings comfort to an extent like all right well at least our soul cluster is like aligned and and that actually means family and and even close friends are uh there there's a purpose there's a reason why uh your friend uh, you know i'm 35 years old one of my best friends we've known each other since kindergarten it's like that's mm -hmm. weird that it, it's odd that two people live in the same city and stay in close contact for 30 years and you know we will until one of us dies um me of alcohol poisoning him of you know just being stupid sometimes uh but hey you can change that <laughs> uh uh well yeah both of us could probably me more than him but <laughs> um but you know it's like a, there's there is comfort in thinking all right well these souls around me who who have established themselves in my life even if i die of alcohol abuse 
uh, or or anything else. Good chance I die of something else. I have no liver problems, for the record. I'm saying this on this podcast. <laughs> um, there is comfort in knowing, like, well, I'll be back around these people in some way, shape, or form and relationship maybe in my next life. And maybe that's a part of me thinks that's a cheat. Like, all right, well, I can drink my life away. I'll just, I'll be back with my loved ones next time. Um, I don't know. Oh, you're giving me a lot to work with here. I, okay. I, I thought I did. I, I'll, first thing I'll I, give you the yeah. floor. <laughs> the first thing I do take a bit of issue with, and I know you were just repeating something. Yes. Is that statement is you always reincarnate mm. with the same that's a dogmatic statement yes to me that is it's wrong to make a statement like that from everything i've seen you know from doing as many regressions as i've been with other you know as a practitioner as well that does seem to be the case that does seem to be the case that we reincarnate with the same group of souls and I, I it's a little black and white in that respect. I think that there's a little more to it, but I do believe that that's, but again, it's a belief. I don't know it to be a fact. So right. what am I doing right now? I'm taking accountability and responsibility for the things that I'm putting out there as a teacher in past lives on your podcast right now. So I'm making a choice to do that because I could be viewed as an authority in this area right now. And with that, there's a, there's a responsibility that I want to really, really take into consideration. So that's a choice that I'm making because I messed up in past lives when it came to my role as a teacher. Now, I'm not talking catastrophic past lives. I'm talking something as simple as humiliating one of my students because they challenged my authority. Mm. That's just what I believe. So that's the first part of that. Let's go to the alcohol part. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a beautiful sentiment to have that belief. But again, that's just based off of belief. What happens if there is no afterlife or there is no second chances or 500th chances for that point? And what if you, you go to the grave prematurely because of a belief? Mm. Well, that's, that's, that's okay. Because it's a choice theory. Like that's why still I, I can't emphasize this enough. It's really important to know the difference between believing and knowing. Because if, if you go off, you know, you stand at the top of the empire and you're like, you know what? I heard someone say that it is possible for a human to fly. I know that a human can fly. <laughs> well, okay. It's a pretty big gamble, but that's a belief. It's not a fact. Because even if you saw someone fly, it doesn't mean all humans can fly. It may just mean one person could fly. So then it is your belief that all people could fly. Mm. And then flat. Maybe you come back again. Maybe you don't. Not with regards to the drinking, though. <laughs> so to go back to that, I do believe that vices are carried over. That's my belief. So I believe that if you pass away from too much alcohol, then it's something that you're going to have to encounter in a future incarnation that you're going to have to start over from scratch. You're not going to be an alcoholic right out of the womb. You're just going to have to pick it up somewhere along the line and then have a, a bit of a palate for it and really have an appetite for it and then have to 
deal with working with that vice. And I mean, it's not, I don't believe it's just alcohol. I believe it's drugs as well. I, I believe it could be gluttony to a certain extent, which is something I have an issue with. I like carbs a lot. So like, well, carbs make you feel good. I'm also, I'm not overweight, but I do have a gluttony issue. Um, but that's, to me, it's making decisions based off of beliefs that are, and I know this is just, it's a hypothetical that you're presenting. I don't, I don't believe you're really approaching it this way. I don't think you're, oh, well, I'm going to drink myself to death right away because I believe that I'm going to come back with my family or I know that I'm going to come back. No. Right. <laughs> so and to me, if that were reality, that would be foolish. That would be foolish to base it off of your reality off of a belief. Now, right. Right. Could you operate in that fashion? Yes. But it's asking yourself, is this concrete? Do I know this definitively? And I think most times the answer is going to be no. So that's why even, as I was saying before, with the past lives, I don't kick the can down the road. When something pops up in my path, I say, let's deal with this now. Because one, I, I do believe in multiple chances, but I also want to get everything taken care of as soon as I can. But that also kind of goes hand in hand with, well, maybe this is my only chance. And if so, I do grow as a person when I confront these things. Because as I was saying earlier, with one of your interviews that I watched, I had to ask myself, what's really going on here? What is this person refusing to look at? Why is it easier for them to be hyper-focused on this one topic and make it their identity? Why? What don't they want to look at? Now, again, I don't know this to be a fact, it's just my belief that that is a person making a choice not to look at something. Yeah. So, right. And when I choose to look at these parts of myself that are not always the easiest to look at, and I'm not talking about horrific things. I'm just talking about simple behavior patterns that come up from childhood or from certain circumstances. Life gets a little bit better for me. Now, I believe that there's a grander system at play here. Not necessarily talking about just the main believe that there's a system that rewards you ultimately for working on your faults that there's something that makes life a little bit lighter when you shave things off so i do feel better ultimately when i look at the hard things so that's why i choose to look at the hard things and also because i believe i'm racking up some karma points along the way if i'm being honest yeah of being course. honest with that one <laughs> so you know like that's that's my feeling for it is and, and same thing with, with heaven and hell. Like I said, I don't personally believe in it. But if someone wants to walk through their life believing in heaven and hell, and they only do good things because they have a fear of going to hell, well, one, I would challenge you to question that belief. But also, just be a person and not hurting anyone, then I don't see a problem with it. But of course, then there's a flip side of it, which is from what I've heard from clients of mine who have stepped away from the church is they were taught that people who choose not to embrace a certain religion or to you know do this or that that they're not actively quote unquote saving those people oh. and 
that's kind of a mark against them. But again, that's a point when you're pushing your own belief system upon someone else. And which is something that I believe will create karma for you. That's something that I believe you'll have to look at in a future incarnation. I don't know how that would look. I don't know if you would be in the other seat or if you would just, I don't know, you know, you, you can think of something there. Anyone could think of something. Not but, good. <laughs> right. It's how do we shape our belief systems and how do we act? How do we act the story of our lives based off of those belief systems? And this is the belief system that I choose. I choose to believe in past lives and karma. I firmly believe in them. Can't prove it to you that it's real, but I think at the end of the day, it does make me a better person because I just want to do the right thing because of my beliefs, but also just for the sake of doing the right thing, which I can also link back to other past lives where, look, I blew people whipping myself. <laughs> I have sinned. <laughs> I must find my rejection. <laughs> Maybe not that extreme, but <laughs> you know, like if I do something wrong, I'm harder on myself than anyone is. One is harder on me than I'm on me, but I'm getting better at that. Yeah. I hope I, all that made sense. No, I mean, it absolutely <laughs> <laughs> made sense. Oh no. Whip yourself a few more times. Out of... Oh <laughs> God. Oh. Twice. So two more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, it, 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 it you know to me everything you're saying from no matter what your beliefs it makes sense uh, meaning like you're you're trying to make yourself a better person it doesn't matter whether you believe this is your one and only life it doesn't matter whether you believe you're going to be worm food or you know you're going to reincarnate or go to heaven or hell why wouldn't you want to make yourself a better person exactly while you're alive and mm -hmm. i've my i've had the motto for years which again is also pissed off people uh anything that someone does out of the belief of religious punishment instead of out of the nature of their soul or their heart whatever however you want to word it that makes you a bad person, meaning out, outside of ceremony. So people who celebrate Easter or Rosh Hashanah, whatever, that that's fine. Ceremony is fine. I don't care. Do do you do you. You have your bar mitzvahs, your communions, your Christmas, your Hanukkahs, whatever. You do you as far as that. But someone who's like, I'm going to be nice to this person because if I'm nice to this person, I'm going to go to heaven. And if I'm mean, I'm going to go to hell. You're a bad person to me for for even having that thought of debating whether to be good to another person. I don't know if that like that's that's my thing is always it's like you shouldn't I understand I understand the the co uh contemplating your future life, but your actions to me it's you should just always be nice to other people. Mm -hmm. You should you you shouldn't be like oh well should i be nice to this person or not well i will go to hell if i'm not nice to this person so i should be nice you should be nice because you're a fucking human being <laughs> um whether there's an afterlife or not whether there's reincarnation or not whether 
anything exists or not, whether you're worm food when your life ends, which doesn't make sense. That's the thing that makes the least sense to me. It's like, what? Why would we exist and have this energy inside of us that's scientifically unexplored and unexplained if we were just meant to be, you know, some of us die, I mean, humans, some of us die in the womb. And that's not an abortion joke. That's literally, I mean, it just happens. Yeah, that that, that (laughs) happens. Some of us die at a very young age. That doesn't make sense and and again there's humans have an energy inside of them um so no that that's always been my thing it's like if you're being if you're like i'm gonna give money to this person because i want to go to heaven i and i've heard that a lot growing up it's like Mm -hmm. why am i nice to this person i want to go to heaven it's like well fuck you you're an asshole you want to go to heaven you should be nice to somebody else because they're a human and you're a human that that's all that's all (laughs) so i think one of your pitfalls you are so fucking smart Mm. i'm sorry to say it i think that that is your kryptonite so rough (laughs) right like it's yeah it's a hard day for smart people and i'm gonna i bring this up because before I started to get on board with the stuff. And when, look, I'd say even before I came around all this, I was always open to the possibility. I don't think I was ever an atheist. I may have been more on the agnostic side. Um, I mean, now I'm not. (laughs) I'm pretty much firmly in the spiritual camp now. Um, (laughs) But it used to upset me when I'd be standing at the grocery store. Again, this was more of an, an internal feeling that I would get. And I was behind someone who was really slow or really stupid. Mm -hmm. Feel that kind of fire in my belly. Like, "Hmm." really? But what changed for me was once I started to believe that I lived multiple times, that I lived in multiple circumstances, started to look at it through the lens of, well, at least I'm not a fucking moron in this incarnation. Not a dumbass. <laughs> like, that's just their thing this time. And I should just be happy that I'm not a fucking idiot. That's that's their journey. Not that's this life. Not, <laughs> yeah, this life, they get to feel what it's like to be an idiot. And that's that's the way I looked at it. I think it's much more still palatable for me just when I looked at everyday life because I didn't, I mean, I consider myself to be someone who's smart, but I, I, I didn't get it before because there was an anger that really kind of creeped up on me. Like, why am I not being rewarded for my smarts? I see the world differently than everyone else. Why is it these fucking morons are the ones who are reaping the rewards? And, you know, I just, I, I got distance from that and then seeing, you know what? have a different way of looking at life and this is my experience this time and bring this up because maybe those people are kind of stupid i'm not saying all of them were the ones who looked at the world that way but then again 
I mean, I brought up the smart thing for you also, because maybe if you grew up in their shoes, maybe you would have been able to break free of it because you had the critical thinking skills. Again, to me, this is also an indictment of our education system because our yeah. education system does not teach critical thinking skills. No, it does inside the box. Right. So that's, so you do have individuals such as yourself, and I'll put myself in that category where we were naturally born with critical thinking skills. We can work our way out of a box and we are not the round pegs in the round holes. We're the square pegs in the round holes. We can look at something and say, you know what? This doesn't feel right. Something is wrong here. I have to question this, but not everyone has that capacity. I mean, I'd say the overwhelming majority of our population doesn't have that capacity, at least not inherently. I do believe that to a certain extent, critical thinking is something that could be taught if taught the right way. But I also believe there's a natural ability that some people just have for it. And then I, I don't believe that don't have that natural ability can ever get that place where those who have the natural ability are. But maybe the world would look different. If those people were taught some critical thinking skills, maybe they would question this like, wait, this whole heaven and hell concept. Wait, but my priest or my uh, reverend or pastor, priests are the the Catholic ones, right? Yeah. Right. Maybe some, and by the way, I'm going to lump in rabbis to this one too. Yeah. Or (laughs) any, any religious leaders so this is not just me slaying christians or jews or anything which can pretty much cover our basis there for what we are <laughs> maybe if people had critical thinking skills also there's the saying the expression some but not all so i'm not making an encapsulating statement of all of these people all these religious figures maybe if those people you know heaven and hell ones or they base their life solely off of that maybe they would look at that religious leader and say person is a fucking idiot why why am i learning from them if they had the critical thinking skills to look at it that way instead of don't ask and don't question yeah right it's so i mean i think that maybe it's just a compassion we have to have for the fucking morons mm. <laughs> you know it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's difficult it's it's tough it's not something that just happens overnight no that's that might be the best (laughs) that last part of that answer it'd be like a hammer (laughs) uh yeah that's how i roll (laughs) (laughs) man you you've left me speechless which does not i don't know if that's ever happened on my podcast And you thought we were just going to talk about past lives. <laughs> well, hey, uh, Daniel, I've kept you way longer than uh, I was supposed to. And uh, I... <laughs> aside from things you talked about. Is that the speechless about, part? <laughs> pro- yeah, I'll probably edit that. <laughs> but uh, look, uh, tell my listeners where they can find you, your website, your podcast everything oh so for those of you we didn't lose after the first 20 minutes <laughs> <Very> <laughs> if you're still here <laughs> uh 
So my name is Daniel, AKA the past life regressionist. You can find me on Instagram at the past life regressionist. My website is the past life regressionist.com. My what or my podcast is called timeless spirituality. And I have a TikTok now, I guess I got to start pushing this one a little bit. I believe my handle on there is the past life regressionist. Just it's the past life regressionist. That's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a way to find you. Yeah, well, we yeah. lost all the Catholics in the first 20 minutes. We lost all the Jews in the next 20 minutes and <laughs> whatever was left. <laughs> all right. Well, seriously, we covered our bases there. You got a Catholic and Jew here. Is, you know, we're good. And hey, I, I I was not defending Hitler for the record. <laughs> oh, I, I know you are. I know you are. I know. But still, like, I think just if there's one last point I want to make for everyone. Yeah why why should i have gotten offended by that by someone questioning what the the universal laws are that apply to to a madman it's just a question that he's asking it's not a personal attack against me and my religion you know chill the fuck down people right i was actually i was actually using him as the example of the most evil person yeah uh, to make to make my point, so in fairness, um, mm-hmm. that's all but, you were trying to do was make a point, and I. But I think that that's what the world needs more of now. It's just to understand that sometimes you need an extreme example to make a point. No, I, not, I. You weren't I, trying to hurt anyone. No, of course not. Of course right. not. This I, this I, is an issue that I I take of with the world right now. I know this is something I may be pushing on you right now because I or I was the one who took it in this direction. But I, you know, it's, it's the little things I think are important to point out to everyone. No, because I, if I, they can have that self-awareness. Maybe they can pull back a little bit. Yeah, I appreciate that. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't think. Cause you know, you could have brought up Genghis Khan. You yes. could have thrown Napoleon in there. Joseph, Joseph Even Stalin. Christopher Columbus. Uh, Christopher Columbus. He was a bad motherfucker. But you too. chose Hitler. You had to go. <laughs> <laughs> God, my favorite one. <laughs> Joke. <laughs> My favorite evil. Why not game. Mussolini or Stalin, huh? Well, Mussolini was a pussy. He didn't do anything of substance. <laughs> I'm Italian. I can make fun of Mussolini. Dude, you should have gone for Rasputin then. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah probably. Yeah. Easier. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Judas. Judas. That's the easy bullseye. He just screwed over one person, from what I understand. Wow. Well, I look I, again, you're talking to a Jew, so I don't know. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I should end this. <laughs> uh, was it hey, more than one person? Uh, oh, oh no! Well, Christianity—they they view Judas as like basically devil's right hand man. I think it was actually a thing. In fairness, I think there's a thing where someone goes to hell and Judas is on one side and Hitler's on the other, and it's like, wow, that's a strong placement for judas i feel like with all the other contenders <laughs> yeah but i after all he was just doing god's will if you're a catholic jesus needed to be crucified that was uh, you lost me at that point yeah no that i i understand and respect that <laughs> uh daniel thank you for joining me on the podcast man i appreciate it thank you for having me Absolutely.
That's it. That's all. Hope you had a ball. Check out all of Daniel's links in the show notes below, as well as, uh, you know, hop on over to Flaviar. Download that Ibotta app. Save yourself some money. Help a fella out. If you're so rich, you don't need to save any money. You are welcome to go uh, onto my Patreon. That link's also in the show note below. Uh, even if you don't want to get the extra content for the ten to twenty dollar a month uh, patron level, you can donate three dollars a month. It's basically like buying me a cheap beer for the entertainment value that you get from this podcast uh, every month. It's like one beer for four episodes a month. Actually, in October, I think there's five Mondays. So, boom, even better. Um, Still, honestly, haven't decided what I'm doing for episode 100, but I've already been lining up guests for after that episode. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to go guests or not. If anyone has any feedback or ideas, man, hit me up. Um, Mark McCormick from the Clockwork Junkie podcast, when I was on his podcast, he said, you should do your last solo one. Uh, so I'm, I'm considering doing that. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll see. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, do me a favor, you know, go, go check out the YouTube content I put out there. I introduced a new thing called drunk Jeff ranks, you know, maybe not for everybody, but, uh, I do think it is, uh, humorous, especially if maybe you're, you know, smoking, having a drink, and on a YouTube binge, I think you might enjoy it. And obviously, there's Drunk Jeff Eats as well. And I'm going to try to put up some more stupid shorts. Uh, I'm trying to, you know, unfortunately in life, everything is content when you're when you're like me, trying to succeed like me. So there's that. I'm uh, as I record this, I think I'm going to be entering in less than 24 hours one of my last four days of shooting on the women want everything movie make sure you follow that facebook page you can find that link through my my facebook page um or you can add it to your watch list on imdb um make sure you're on the lookout for that i don't know when it's coming out i don't know where it's coming out i know it's got dvd and video on demand uh agreements already in place but i don't know where uh that is i'm not the businessman i am just one of the leading actors so (laughs) can't answer all your questions but i guarantee you when the movie's coming out you'll hear all about it and probably from some of the cast and crew of the film uh on this very podcast i would i would strongly uh feel that that's uh, a likelihood so uh make sure you're subscribed uh, to the podcast wherever you listen and do me a favor i love to see all the ratings coming in uh on apple and spotify uh hey if you have an imdb account just pop a 10 star rating over there for the show and go through and rate individual episodes i i like to see um most of the episodes have a public rating uh and i like to see where people think i try to stay out of that part i except for going through my solo episodes and giving them all lower scores uh <laughs> But other than that, try to stay out of it so I can see what the people want. So let me know. You know, help me help you. Uh, Remember, uh, you know, again, check out Daniel's stuff. I mean, he's a fun dude to chat with. Very intriguing stuff. I hope maybe you learned something about past life regression. Um, And again, all this stuff, you know, I, I don't fully know what I believe with a lot of things with with god with with spirituality and past lives and all that stuff 
but talking about it to me is one of the most fascinating and uh, mentally engaging things you can do. That's what I've said. Not that this is a conspiracy theory, but that's why I love conspiracy theories. You could tell me this conspiracy, we're just going to make this up. Fake conspiracy theory, and we're just going to make one up right now as a game. And I would say, yes, that's a great idea. This is fun. It's fun to do. You know, connect the dots. So see, you know, try to track the who would benefit from this in what way. It's mental acrobatics. I don't see why. I understand why people are hesitant with people who get fanatical about those things. We kind of brushed on that topic in this uh, in this episode. Um, but just talking about ideas should never be shunned by people. How closed-minded and ignorant are you that you can't talk about things that you don't believe? You know, grow up. You know, start playing with the big boys, big kids in the, you know, get out of your little playpen and start playing with the big kids. I'm just making shit up as I go along now. But uh, I guess that's kind of what I do every time I talk. I don't really have a goal in mind or a plan in mind, but somehow I'm going to wrap up the sentence and the podcast episode. Boom, it's over.